Oh, yeah. TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop. Wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And this is episode nine. Yes, nine of season two of the Corona Cup, aka the Tournament of Nerdiness. Uh, we are on pages 17 and 18 today my friends, and hopefully we will have some fantastic matchups. Uh, in our last episode, we saw such greatness as the McMahons, Shane and Vince, versus the Hype Bros. And just flipping back to see here, uh, Blake and Murphy taking on uh, Road Warrior Hawk and Power Warrior Kensuke Sasaki. I don't know why you needed to know that. I'm assuming you listened to last week's episode, but I felt like sharing anyways. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're keeping others safe. And let's begin. Let's just get right into it. We're halfway done. We've got another half of the opening round to go. I'm ready, I think. I hope you're ready. If you need to, pause. I'll wait. Let's begin. Page 17 begins, as we all know, the number one, number two, and number 16 Seeded teams um, already have been determined. Everything else is randomized. Our number one seed, the British Bulldogs. Our number 16 seed, Phi Delta Slam. Oh, Big Tilly. Anytime I get to talk about Big Tilly is a good time. Uh, I don't remember the other half of Phi Delta Slam. Let's see if I can look it up. Bruno Saucy. Sassy, Bruno Sassy, Big Tilly. Are they still active? That would be hilarious. Eh, it doesn't look like it. Uh, they were part of TNA. Uh, all I remember is they were called Big Tilly. I always enjoy uh, wrestlers I've never seen before, and they were new to me, which is always fun. But they weren't great. So I think the Bulldogs get the win here. Although I will say, you know, we've seen some squash matches uh, the Funk Brothers versus Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae squash match. The Steiners versus Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson. Obvious squash match. Uh, the number one, number 16 seed matchup on page 18, which we'll get to later, I would assume would be a squash match. This, I actually think the, the Bulldogs would be dominant, but there would be a couple of moments where uh, Bruno and Big Till... Uh, would get the chance to shine, which is always something fun. All right. I have my teams. They've been randomized. They are redacted right now. I don't have any idea which teams we're going to come across. This is where I think the fun starts. 
Let's get to it. Our first team up, Batista and Rey Mysterio. Starting off strong, I say. Starting off strong. Um, This is a team I will freely admit uh, I missed. These are my lost years. Um, Side note. Uh, the tribunal, that's not even a tribunal, there's four of us, the the inner circle of these uber nerds, the, the people you hear on the hot tags, Glenn, uh, Mr. Banks, Jeremy, and myself, uh, are discussing a very unique draft idea, one in which I don't know if it would work for anyone else except the real hardcore wrestling nerd. And in order to accomplish this draft, I went ahead and made a list of every match that has taken place at every WrestleMania. There are some WrestleManias, uh, I think 26 comes to mind. I still may not have ever seen that WrestleMania. I, in my lost years, I used to, I remember watching them. I remember getting together with Doc Manson and GQ and watching some of them. But there are some matches that I have no memory of even up to like 34 i don't remember aj versus shinsuke for the title no recollection of that at all sure i watched it but i don't recall so batista and Rey mysterio is a team that i missed i'm sure i've seen a match or two of them i appreciate any team that's big guy little that guy although hold that thought i i eventually i'll change that opinion But I appreciate most teams that have a big guy, little guy. But, you know, we have these these little rules that we've made in terms of the team I've seen is always going to get the win over the team I haven't seen. We'll see if that's to be the case because Batista and Rey Mysterio are taking on the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Well, now that is a matchup. That is a, dare I say... That is a pay-per-view quality match if I've ever seen one. Because now you have two teams of big guy, little guy. You've got Batista, the animal. He's the animal, right? Yeah. The animal against an actual dinosaur. You've got Rey Mysterio and Jungle Boy. There's a whole lot of fun to be had in that. I want to say that team has shown up, but I have to trust the system. Although I can look it up quick enough. Nope. That does seem to be the only time. Okay. Um, who would win in that matchup? I, it's got to be Batista and Mysterio, I think. Though, again, that match would probably be more back and forth than I think any of us expect. So Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus will take on Phi Delta Slam. Again, throwing it out there into the world. Somebody's going to tell need to tell me why Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus should win that match. Otherwise, Big Tilly's going to get him. He's going to get him. But again, that's fun, and it sets up, we'll talk about it when the page is over, but that set up, sets up a fantastic second-round match. Next, we have the FBI. Now, the FBI exists, the full-blooded Italians exist on this uh, tournament in a couple of different forms. This is uh, J.T. Smith and Little Guido. Um, I had not seen them until the last year. COVID allowed me to see the J.T. Smith, Little Guido era, full-blooded Italians, hilarious. Lots of Russell Silly. Can't say they, you know, did a whole lot or won a lot of matches. FBI became a more legitimate stable after this, but they were entertaining. I had fun watching them. 
And who will they be wrestling? They will be wrestling Lucha House Party. Again, that would probably be a fantastic match. You've got uh, JT Smith, decent wrestler, puts a lot of effort in. Um, And then you have Little Guido, who is a criminally underrated talent. If he was a little bit bigger, he would have been huge because he was so good in the ring. And then you've got Lucha House Party. I'm going with the Grand Metallic Lince Dorado version, but one could haggle if you wanted to throw Kalisto in there. Uh, I'm giving the win to the Lucha House Party, uh, mostly because of my love of the DDT mascot, Lince Dorado. Um, And they've been good in NXT of late, like legit good. Uh, But again, a very fun matchup so far. You know, this is a good bracket. Sneaky good matches happening so far. Let's continue. Let's see if that goes. The Destruction Crew. Now, I believe the Destruction Crew is Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos. Let me double check to make sure that I'm right. Yep. Uh, This is Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos. If you don't know those names, perhaps you know them better as the Beverly Brothers. Um, Bo and Blake were once Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos and then continued to be Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos in WCW and in their real life. That's the real names, I'm pretty sure. Um, Again, maybe saw a match of theirs on AWA, maybe not, but I enjoyed them as the Beverly Brothers. Mike Enos, very good wrestler. Wayne Bloom, pretty good wrestler. Uh, Their finisher as the Beverly Brothers, amazing. Who will they be taking on? Ooh, the Enforcers. Again, I feel like I've done this before. I feel like we talked about Larry Zabisco before. But again, I have to trust the system. I, here, here's what's going on. We're halfway through. Drink some water loudly so you know what's happening. We're halfway through. Um, I'm feeling very good about how the first half of the tournament went. The notebook is working great. The document that I have is working pretty well. Um, The hot tags have been a big success, I think. But I'm feeling like if there's going to be a weak point, it is going to be on this spreadsheet. There's a lot of different sections. Um, I probably could have organized this better, but we're halfway through. There's no real, I don't want to say way. I could fix it, but I'm tempted... I don't want to fix it because that just increases the likelihood of me making an error. The biggest problem in this is going to be user error, and I'm the user. So I keep seeing these, and for some reason, maybe Zabisco was in another team, but I feel like we talked about this team already. So you'll forgive me this little indulgence here. And you know what? I was right to say this. I was right to say this because I Googled Zabisco. I Googled the enforcers. That didn't show up. I Googled Zabisco. And I'm, by Google, I'm searching in the spreadsheet. His name came up twice. I We have talked about uh, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco already. And you know what? It's okay. Why is it okay? Because I had a team that I just rediscovered that I wanted to put in here. I was going to wait and see if we had a really boring matchup. But you know what? I've got a substitute ready. Uh, Taking the place 
of the destruction, oh, not the destruction crew, taking the place of the enforcers and wrestling the destruction crew. You looking at the real deal now, it's lowdown. Uh, D'Lo Brown and Chaz watched him wrestle a match just recently. They were real good. You know what? They were real good. Are they as good as the destruction crew? Probably not. However, I will lean on the rule that I had before. Team I've seen is going to beat a team I haven't seen. So with apologies to the Destruction crew, I am sure I will give more love to the Beverly Brothers when they show up, if they haven't shown up already. But I'm giving the win to Lowdown. So, we had a problem. I solved it. Let's check out the next matches, and we'll keep revolving it. Corona Cup baby ding 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 can you tell i'm tired yeah i think you can tell i'm tired oh another wonderful team coming up here the team of the great muda and masahiro chono from new japan uh nwo japan i'm watching muda on thunder 2000 right now as part of the dark carnival Always enjoyable. Not his best work, but he's still very enjoyable. Muda and Chono were a great team. I I should. I have New Japan Pro World. I'm so invested in watching these 2000 things. I just started SummerSlam 2000 before I decided to come on and do this podcast. But I got to figure out a way to, to diversify my watching. Should I be going into TNA? No, I'm close enough. I'll wait till I get there. But New Japan, I could be watching some New Japan. Uh, Muda and Chono, they will be taking on... Oh, no. No, this is not fair. This is not fair. Muda and Chono will be taking on the team of Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill. These are the moments that try men's souls, and by men I mean me, and by souls I mean dedication to the randomness that is this draft. You know how the DDT family feels about Amish Roadkill. He is Amish, and a great wrestler, but mostly Amish. If I had known I could have done some chicanery and tweaked the brackets, but I already made one mistake and I was able to fix it and it was easy and perfect and there wasn't an issue. So I really shouldn't mess with this anymore. I should let it go. Let it go. I don't know if this is the hardest decision, but it's up there. So Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill were an anchor of ECW in its last months. Like, they, it really, the, that tag division with Simon Diamond and Swinger and the Baldies and Nova and Chris Chetty got way more TV time than they probably ever should because they just didn't have any other talent. Um, I think they won the ECW tag titles, but they never went beyond that. Muda and Chono were dominant in Japan, came over and were good in WCW, both former NWA champions. I'm sure if I looked it up, 
They will have won some IWGP tag titles. Oh, the three musketeers. I think that's Muda, Chono, and Shinya Hashimoto, if I remember correctly. Let's see here. New Japan. Tag team. Seven-time tag team champion Masa Chono. Two with Great Muda. Now I'm just looking to see what else he's won. Yeah. I, I can't in good conscience give the win to Doring and Roadkill. I'm sorry. This, if, if, if this proves anything, it proves that I will need to do some constellation brackets. And by that, I mean I'll need to have teams from the bottom. We've had this discussion. I could, the easiest thing for me to do would be say, if you lose in the first round, you are in the bottom half of the, the ranked tag teams. End of story. You lose. You can't be any higher than that. The hard thing to do would be to have the, if you lose in round two, you go down into round one and you keep going and it gives the teams that lost a chance to continue to strive for better. I've been going back and forth, although deep down I think we know I'm going to pick the more challenging option. It is the one that is more likely for user error because I don't have brackets. I'm using just a notebook full of paper. So I will have to reference brackets in order to figure it out. But I have to do it now just so that Doring and Roadkill get a chance to be above the top half. Because I would say I think they are. I think I have 512 teams in this. I have to imagine they are higher than the top half. But we'll see. We'll see who they wind up having to face. All right. That was rough. That hurt a little bit. Sorry, you had to be witness to my pain. Let's continue. The Southern Rockers. I don't know who those are. I suppose we should return to... Is it well done? It's well done. Okay. Didn't know they were called the Southern Rockers. Makes sense. So Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn were known as the Southern Rockers. Except uh, Timothy Well was Rex King. Can't say that's a better name. All right. So the Southern Rockers, I know who those are now. They are taking on... Oh, oh, they are taking on the team of Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, I don't think we need to belabor that. Um, The Southern Rockers will lose... They will take on, I'm writing a note to remind myself they're well done. They will take on Doring and Roadkill and lose. And I don't feel bad about that. And we get a New Japan match for the ages. Muda and Chono versus Suzuki and Sabre. I know I said I was going to save it till I finished, but I don't care. That's an amazing match. That's a match I wish I could see. And considering that the great Muda, Keiji Muto, is I think the Noah champion right now. Like there's a world in which we get Mudo versus Suzuki at some point in time. That would be amazing. All right. This is a good page. We're having some good times on this. All right, let's continue. Uh, Oh, I just was writing down one of these teams. Um, I think maybe not. No, half of it. Tom Zank, the Z-Man and Brian Pillman. A great team. Tom Zank, very first, I think wrestling figure I ever owned. He didn't move. 
I had Iron Man matches, him versus uh, Bret Hart, constantly when I was a kid. Um, so the team of Pillman and Zenk taking on another New Japan team, uh, Tanahashi and Ibushi. I can't say I've seen them as a team, though. And I got some flack for my lack of love for New Japan in the singles bracket again. That came out of not really being super well-versed in New Japan. I understand that Tanahashi is the ace of New Japan. I understand he is their John Cena. I don't particularly get it. I haven't seen a lot of his matches, which is probably why I don't get it. But I don't really get it. Um, I do like Ibushi, though. Oh, no, this is Ibushi. I'm thinking of Ishii. This is Ibushi. Okay, I do know this team. This is a current team. Again, that's a great match. Taking on Flying Brian and the Z-Man. That's a fantastic matchup. I'm going to say I will give it again. I'll give it to New Japan and I'll say Tanahashi and Ibushi wins. Because those are two. I think Ibushi right now is currently the IW. He's the double champ, isn't he? I think so. Shows how little I'm watching New Japan right now. Um... But yeah, we'll give them the win over Pillman and Zenk. Our last team in this page, remember we're only halfway done, uh, is going to take on our rated RKO, a team that has blown up since 2020, Edge's return and Orton's turn. Um, they've been feuding pretty much for a year. Uh, I think it's over now, but they will be facing Rhodes Scholars. Oh. What a great page. This is a fantastic page. There are some awesome matchups. Uh, Road Scholars, Cody Rhodes, and Damian Sandow against Rated RKO. I, yeah, you got to go with Rated RKO for that one. But it's tempting to give it to the Road Scholars. Uh, another reason in which, or another reason why, we're going to have to have these teams. Uh, we'll have to have some. These losing teams, I can't talk today, will have to vie for higher spots than just the bottom half. All right, so Constellations, Phi Delta Slam versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, FBI versus Destruction Crew, Doring and Roadkill will beat the Southern Rockers, and then Pillman and Zank versus the Rhodes Scholars. Again, weigh in if you have a preference, you want to convince me. Uh, our second round matchups, we've got some good ones. The British Bulldogs versus Batista and Rey Mysterio, amazing. Lucha House Party versus Lowdown, sneaky good. Uh, it would be on Sunday Night Heat, but sneaky good. Muda and Chono versus Suzuki and Sabre, oh, that's amazing. And then Tanahashi and Ibushi versus Rated RKO, that's another fantastic match. What a great page. What a great day here on the Corona Cup. And we're still only halfway done. So our next one, I said that there was going to be a squash, and it's this one. The number one seed, the Hart Foundation. You got your anvil. You got your hitman. Your number 16 seed, it's Enzo and Cass. You may have liked him at the time. You probably don't like him anymore. Enzo's a bit of a dingbat. So the Hart Foundation wins easily. Let's go into the randomness. The Quebecers. I loved the Quebecers. I remember the Quebecers. 
I'm early watching my first exposure to um, Johnny Polo slash Raven slash Scotty Flamingo. First time I saw him, I thought that character was very cool. The Quebecers were great. I remember I think they won the titles off of the Steiners in some sort of Quebec rules where the title could change hands on a disqualification and Scott Steiner got disqualified or maybe it was Rick. One of them got disqualified for using, I want to say it's a hockey stick. My details might be a little sketchy there. But yeah, I like the Quebecers quite a bit. And they are taking on Colossal Kongs. Oh, was it? I think that is the very first Awesome Kong, not to be confused with the one who wrestled in TNA and might still be wrestling and was truly awesome. This was Awesome Kong and Giant Kong, two big, fat wrestlers um, who wore much too small masks where their nose jutted out, if I remember correctly, and, and were just they wore like furry vests and were just generally bad. I didn't care for the Colossal Kongs. So I will easily give that to the Quebecers, setting up yet another excellent second-round matchup that I can't wait to talk about. That's a good one. I would pay money to watch that second-round matchup. We have the Jersey Triad. That is the stable of DDP, Canyon, and Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, This would be the DDP and Canyon version of that. Bigelow would be the muscle on the floor. Um, that was WCW 98 into 99, probably not bad. None of their best work, but not a bad alliance. It was kind of their almost trying to be the triple threat, I guess. And they are taking on the impact players. What an, what a excellent match again, straight out of 98, 99. You could have had this match if you had an ECW WCW crossover. Impact players, Lance Storm, Just Incredible, Don Marie at ringside. Uh, that's a great match. And I'm giving the win to the Impact players because Lance Storm is amazing. And Just Incredible, I'll give him credit. I've never been a fan. Didn't care for Aldo Montoya. Not a huge fan of Just Incredible's work in X Factor or anything. But he is doing his damnedest to keep ECW relevant and meaningful in its uh, sunset months. Um, he did a very nice job with that. So, given the win to the Impact players. And next up, I gotta make a hot tag. It's the hot tag. The Natural Disasters. A team that would easily be a constant contender for the 405 Live tag team titles if such a wonderful thing existed. Jimmy Hart managed the team of Earthquake and Typhoon. WWF in the 80s often booked super heavyweights as dominant top heels, and the natural disasters were no exception. Their striking appearance and impressive mobility was rewarded with tag team gold. Such dominant figures certainly will always be a force to reckon with. Thank you, Brandon, for that epic hot tag about Avalanche and Tugboat. I mean Shark and Shockmaster. I mean Earthquake and Typhoon, the Natural Disasters. Who will the Natural Disasters be facing, you ask? You may wonder. You may be curious. As I stall to try to write the Natural Disasters name down on the notebook, they will be taking on another team from New Japan 
This one is Ishii, and he's teaming with my favorite New Japan superstar, Toru Yano. <sighs> is this the time where I make a hot tag and then don't let that team win? Is Yano and Ishii enough to defeat Earthquake and Typhoon? <sighs> Probably not. But I thought about it for a while, and it was a happy moment. All right. Oh, my goodness, I have not been doing the consolation brackets. What have I been thinking? Enzo and Cass versus Colossal Kongs. And Jersey Triad versus Ishii and Yana. All right. We're back on track. Uh, next up, we have the team of BJ Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs. I want to say this is Age of the Fall in Ring of Honor. You can tell I have no idea. I know who both of these people are. Never saw the team. If Ring of Honor gets its act together and gets all of its TV and pay-per-views on a single service, whether it's Honor Club, whether it's Fight TV, I would pay the money and watch it because I think I would really like that company, but they can't seem to get their act together or they don't want to. And that's unfortunate because there's a lot of things I think I'm missing. So we have Whitmer and Jacobs. They are taking on La Resistance. Well, my goodness. If you had asked me beforehand, did I think La Resistance would make it to the second round, my answer would have been no. Je ne pense pas. I don't think so. Uh, and here they are, defeating Whitmer and Jacobs and making it. Um, this would be Sylvain and Rene Dupree, even though I preferred Robert Conway better. I think we have to go with the OG La Resistance. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, lost years. Next up, another Ring of Honor team. Uh, the team of Kenny King and Rhett Titus. They've had a lot of different iterations. Um, they, they remind me a bit of, not Carlito, Primo and Epico, in that they always seem to have some new gimmick to try to get over, and it never seems to work, at least as far as I can tell. And they are taking on... Uh, okay... Um, now, what do you do, friends? What do you do when you have two teams, I think both from Ring of Honor, um, and you are <clears throat> very, not anti, you're just ambivalent about them both. This would be where we would have a, a buy. Actually, no, this would be where Lowdown would have come in. Had I not messed up with the Enforcers, um, Lowdown would have come in and won this. This is the team of Adrenaline Rush, ACH, Dingbat, and Tadarius Thomas. Um, well, it was bound to happen, friends. Uh, the first thing, the first matchup that I honestly just don't give a flying fig about. Um, so I ask myself is there a team? Since I've done the brackets, since I did this, since I made my master list some weeks, if not months ago, is there a new team 
that could qualify and take this spot because I don't necessarily it's not that I don't want to have these teams advance I just don't care um let's see we've had the the current tag team champions are Ziggler and Rude and the Hurt Business is the Hurt Business in here Shelton let's see Minnesota stretching crew what is this Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. You know what? I don't think the current Raw Tag Team Champions made it into this. Let me double check. I don't want to screw. You know what? They didn't. Well, there we go. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, cut out both of these teams. I'm going to say that Adrenaline Rush never even makes it. They are taken out by the Hurt Business, Cedric and Shelton Benjamin. And the Hurt Business defeats Rhett King and, no, Rhett Titus and Kenny King um, to advance. And uh, the team of Adrenaline Rush, despite having a name, um, is just we're not going to talk about. Again, you want to plead your case, go ahead and plead your case either on Twitter or in an email or in a hot tag. Um, But that's what I'm going to do because when you have two teams that you don't care about, you find another one and that we have current champions that didn't make the cut. So there we go. I feel good about that. Let's keep it going. Oh, the Briscoes. Jay and Mark Briscoe, and this is early briscoes this is shaved heads still wrestling in singlets in ring of honor before they became dem boys this is early days of the briscoes this is a ring of honor bracket if the last page was a new japan page this is very much a ring of honor page and the briscoes are taking on kai and tai can we talk about what a fantastic match that would be taka and funaki because this is the taka and funaki version um not the men's teo dick togo version can we talk about how great that match would be? Jay and Mark Briscoe in their early days being high flyers, being, you know, kind of suplex masters and Kai and Tai, that would be a ton of fun. Oh. Yeah, that's tough. I I have seen more of Kai and Tai than the Briscoes. Actually, most of what I saw of the Briscoes in those again in those early days, they actually showed up in TNA. Um, but they were, you know, enhancement talent level you could tell they had potential but they weren't there yet so i'll give the win to kai and tai and i don't feel great about that only because you know they may have won a couple ring of honor tag titles at that point but again team i've seen over team i haven't seen our last matchup uh the number two seed on this page are the eliminators perry saturn and john cronus they are taking on All right, I'd like to point out that Jeremy, who we haven't mentioned a ton in this episode, but Jeremy had every opportunity to make a case for this team. The team is Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams. Jeremy could have done a hot tag. Jeremy could have done a hot tag on so many other teams and had so many other chances to get some of these old school teams over, and he didn't do it. 
I don't know if he thought he only had a certain number. I don't know. Maybe he thought he only could do 10 or 12. But again, I don't know that I've ever watched more than one or two Gino Hernandez matches. I don't know if I've ever seen them as a tag team. And the Eliminators were great. So I'm giving the win to the Eliminators. And if you have a problem with that, you have to blame Jeremy. You could blame Glenn, I guess, because maybe Glenn could have said something. But yeah, I, I gave you a chance, my friend, to, to plead your case for some of these teams. And I, I can't in good conscience uh, give a win to a team I've not seen. So the Eliminators defeat Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams. Maybe that's the right choice. Maybe it's not. I'll find out when I get yelled at when this podcast is, podcast is released. I really can't talk today. I even took a break at some point, and I still can't talk. Second round matchups that I'm very excited about. Hart Foundation versus Quebecers. I tell you, I will pay money to watch that match. Impact Players versus Natural Disasters. Fun. Fun all around. La Resistance versus The Hurt Business. And Kai and Tai versus The Eliminators. Quality matches. Quality content. That's what you get here on the Corona Cup. Quality, quality content. And we're still not done. We're now 18 pages in. That means there are 14 pages. Seven more episodes here in the first round before we even start talking about constellations. Before we even start dealing with... What in the world is going to happen in round two? Hot tags, I hope, aplenty. I'm very excited. Um, was page 17 better than page 18? Yes. Did I get the chance, however? Did we have something new happen in that I had to come up with a team? Lowdown got in. Hurt Business got in. Who knows what other teams might get included if we come up against another issue where we have two teams that I don't know or care about? Miles to go, and lots of fun to be had, and I thank you, my friends, for joining me. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. This chapter is closed. I'll see you the next time we go by the book.